Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the latest edition of ESPN FC. I'm Dan Thomas, joined by Shaka Hissop, Craig Burley, and now Stevie's okay was very frustrated for the first half of Liverpool against Fulham and rightly so as Fulham would take a 1-0 lead. We saw Williams score after 19 minutes. Liverpool had locked the ball but did absolutely nothing with it. Fulham then actually had the chance in the second half to make it 2-0. Uh, De Reed with the opportunity to play it across instead he went for the shot. Wrong option and Liverpool soon would punish Fulham for that. First Jones with deflected effort and then Gakpo coming on as a second half substitute would give Liverpool a 2-1 lead going into the second leg at Craven Cottage. How are you feeling, Stevie? Oh, calm down now. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, he by the so end... He was so angry in the first half. By, by, uh, it, it was almost a carbon copy of watching Arsenal. Right. Absolute dreadful in the first half. And although they started the second half better, it wasn't until the substitutions yeah. as it was against Arsenal. The two subs came on, allied to Jota, who's always been lively. Uh, and all of a sudden, the whole, the whole, the whole game changed. Yeah, the whole room changed. The whole house uh, uh, in the room. Stevie has that effect on people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, and the, uh, that that save from Leno is absolutely huge because yeah. at three-one, I think this tie's done. Now, I think Liverpool, no question, are favourites, but it's certainly not done. No, it does make think, it interesting. I think, the, I think the, angry, the angriness was the, the, the non-penalty call and, and he'd run out of chips at that point as well. <laughs> yes. So I'm sorry. The chips chip had gone. There was nothing that else. That was a blow. Look, I think, you know, 2-1, if you said to Marco Silva, oh, that is, if he said before the game, you know, 2-1 yep. Anfield, he probably would have went, yeah, not too bad. But I think from the position they were in, 1-0 up, albeit didn't create a lot of chances. And as we thought in the second half, Hitting Liverpool early in the second half on the counter, but yet, but really poor decision making in the final third, and then you pay at the other end because you know they're going to pile the pressure on. You know the subs are going to come on, the cavalry's coming. It did, and so when you get these opportunities like Decker over Reed did, I mean, really take it. Even I mean, even if he hits a bad cross, mm. yeah, a bad cross or a bad attempt at a cross to Pereira is still a better option than trying to score from the angle he did. You, so that's, You'd that's, have to think he didn't look right. Wow. You, you've got to think he hasn't lifted his head right. and taken a look. Because if he has, and he hasn't played it, wow. It's, uh, one, I, of those I, pass, I've got, it's one of those passes, though, Shaq, if you're in the dressing room now, yeah. you're saying, hey, come it's, on. It's, it's inexcusable. And, and moments before that, he, a ball was played from where he had the freedom of the park, really, um, to run and her and, and miscontrol it. So I'm wondering if that's playing on his mind and then one, well, one bad touch leads to a very bad decision. But you're at Anfield. You cannot afford those kinds of opportunities just to go begging. You've got to at least test the goalkeeper and really give Liverpool a whole lot more to think about because right after that, um, you get Liverpool get the deflection and, and that's where the, the whole game turns. And, and during, during the highlight, I said it was the luck that Liverpool lead, needed. I'm not sure it's necessarily luck that they deserved, handball aside. I, I think up to that point, I, I don't think Liverpool were great even then. And, and I thought... 
Fulham probably would go on to, to win the game. But then that happens, and all of a sudden things settle down within Anfield, and I, Liverpool certainly dominated the last half hour and, and deserved their, their second. But at least both games still in the balance. Well, no, exactly. Which we can both be so the going to show them. Because yeah. I'm not going to moan about it. Well, I'm sure <laughs> you'll still find many, many, I'm many not going to come in and say yeah, You'll find some. I'm not yeah, exactly. I've heard you moan for a whole lot I'm, less, Korea. Yeah, exactly. I'm not, I promise you, yeah. second, second leg of the semi-finals, really? I'm not going to come in and say, what's the point? Wow. Because <laughs> Yeah, there's still plenty a, of other topics. That's a, that's a pretty low bar, though. Yeah. That's a starting point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, Stevie, obviously, the likes of Salah's going to be missing Endo for a while as yep. well. So it gives those on the periphery of the squad a chance to shine. Did anyone catch your eye today or indeed not catch your eye? No. I thought I, I spoke about Gravenberg before the game and I thought, quite frankly, it was awful and did absolutely nothing to push Klopp into starting him uh, anytime soon. Have you seen anything since he's moved? I, I, I haven't. I think I, I said it before the show as well. You know, I don't remember any significant difference when he's on the field. I don't remember any assists. I certainly don't remember if he's got a goal. I don't remember anything about him. And, and today, well, he did today what he's been doing. And in my opinion, right. not a lot. Shall we just go through his grievances of the Liverpool players today, right? <laughs> Gravenberg was, he was in the starting blocks half hour before the game on yes. him, but he was correct, yeah. absolutely, and, and, and he has still got to prove what he's really going to bring. The other one was, uh, was Joe Gomez's inability to, to op forward. open his body up and take it across his left foot and go yeah. forward. Yeah. And I understand that he prefers to be on the right-hand side, but there's no excuse for not taking it and opening up on your right foot. You don't, you don't have to be picture perfect and open up on your left peg. You can do it with your right peg. And all you're doing is slowing everything down. Every single time you take a step that way, the opposition are saying, thank you very much, and then we step forward. So yeah, that was, that was frustrating. It was really frustrating. You hit that frustrating frustration so well, Stevie. Well, the thing it, is, you don't normally watch Liverpool games with us. Normally, you watch on your own, don't you? I do yeah, because, because for them. Because when, it, <laughs> when it's not going well, I do get frustrated. But I don't. What annoys me more than anything is not if they lose or or they don't win. Or it's it's when the simple things are not done properly. That's what annoys me more than anything. And in the first half, in particular, the. All the simple things were done poorly. It was shoddy, is uh, what it was. Uh, of course, uh, Liverpool with a 2-1 advantage because of uh, Corey Gapko's uh, second goal. He caught up with Alexis after the game. Cool. Cody, congratulations again. I mean, talk about instant impact with you and Darwin. What was the message at halftime from the manager? Uh, yeah, obviously the first half we had a lot of possession. Actually, we, we played quite well, but yeah, we didn't really get through. Uh, so yeah, then we, we got behind and yeah, then you know in the second second half you you need to keep that possession but also create create a lot of chances and that was a little bit the message of the of the manager in, in halftime also when me and Darwin came in. So yeah, that's what we tried to do. Well I spoke to Jurgen after the Arsenal game on Sunday and he said the way that everyone responded in that second half was probably the best response he's seen all season. Today was pretty good too. How would you rate it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a good response. I think it's always hard to to make a comeback, and uh, yeah, we did it a few times already this season, and today we did it again. So that's good work. Talk to me about your finish, because that was a very sweet finish right there for that goal as well. I'm playing with a lot of confidence. Yeah, uh, 
I think it was a, a, a great ball from, from Darwin. Uh, yeah, and I, I just needed to, to, to tap it in really with the, with the curve it came and uh, with the left foot. So I think one of my only options was the, the short corner. So yeah, that's where I went for. Well, 2-1, you get the win today, but we know that the tar is far from over. You have to go to Fulham as well and get the win. Uh, but mentally, with this win today, does that help you? Do you feel like it's kind of one foot in the final? No, actually not. I think uh, you you also can see today how, how good Fulham can play. And so we are not like, oh, we are almost there. No, we, we know it's going to be a tough game uh, over there and we have to prepare us uh, the best we can. All the best for the next one. Thank you, Feld. <laughs> I should believe. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. A bit more than a tap in, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a fantastic. I mean, it's slightly behind him as well. And he just uses the pace on the cross. He doesn't try and swing at it. He just gets a good contact, uses the pace. Nice little half volley as well. That's not easy. Uh, and there's just too much pace on it for the keeper to react quick enough. If that's the other way around, it's not going in. If that's, and that's kind of how it is at the moment. If that was Gakpo into Nunes, <laughs> he probably would have hit the t he'd got, he'd have got some on it, but he wouldn't have had... He, well, he doesn't have that precision at the moment. And when he does do something decent, like... He's unlucky at the end, isn't he? Leno makes himself big yes. and make, makes the saves. Kind of is where he is. But, you know, actually, he's getting in good positions. We've talked about the other parts of his game. He, uh, was it the FA Cup tie or the league game? I can't remember. He, he set one up for uh, Salah or somebody with a nice little ball across. Salah, yeah. So he is doing his bit in that sense. But, of course, everybody's uh, looking at his, his, his lack of goals. But, yeah, coming off the bench gave him that extra bit of pace. Uh, Gakpo coming on. We thought they would do that. We, we thought that Fulham would have to weather that storm. They did. I think there's still going to be a really good second leg at Craven Cottage. Yeah. The home form is much better than their away form. Champers mentioned that in the commentary. And I think this is going to be a much closer game, actually, than the Middlesbrough-Chelsea one. Because I think at Fulham at home, Premier League side, this game is still tight. I think this, this game is no is by a long stretch uh, finished. Uh, Nadam joins us pitch side from Anfield. Nadam, you really feel the introduction of Gakpo and Nunez made a difference in that second half? Yeah, absolutely. And obviously Gakpo did his part. But I think from looking at it in that first half, I thought Nunez was someone that did need to come on. I think they needed some more dynamism. And, you know, you see Harvey Elliott playing off the right. I think he's a good player. But he kind of wanted people that could maybe stretch the game all across that front line put Fulham under pressure, try and hit them in transitions. And I think as the game wore on, you can see the Fulham players were getting just a little bit more tired. Times in the first half where they'd have the 11 bodies back, they'd be trying to funnel, funnel Liverpool to the left, funnel Liverpool to the right. All of a sudden, they were creating lots of 1v1s. They were overloads in certain areas. And even centrally made a big difference as well. So I think those were good substitutions by Klopp, but it doesn't really surprise me. I feel like with him, he's always wanting to be on the front row, bringing people on at the time where they can have a biggest impact. And it made a big difference. And, you know, as the guy said, Nunez hasn't scored today, but he's made a big difference with this game. And I think the only possible regret from my standpoint would be that they didn't get a third because I think that's what they would have deserved in that second half. And now the tie, even though they have that goal advantage, going to Craven Cottage will not be an easy tie for them. No, as we were saying, Nadim, you look at Fulham, obviously, 2-1 down going into the second leg. Not the end of the world. No, it's, it's not the end of the world, but the game was right there for them. And I think even though we see the fact that Liverpool were in the ascendancy in that second half, as the guys were saying, look at that, look at that shot from Bobby Dickard over Reed. He's got two people to potentially square it to. There were other moments where a nice ball we played through, but then the, fight, the first touch just wasn't there. You know, a time when, you know, Jimenez is trying to do a Rabona cross into the box and stuff like 
these little moments by themselves they don't seem to matter but in the context of the game they end up mattering quite a lot and I think it'll be a sense of frustration because you know you don't necessarily need to be playing your best to be able to get something from it and I think that was going to be the case for this game they're feeling the pressure they feel Liverpool go out and attack and so on but if they were just a little bit cleaner you know I think with that chance of Bobby Reid if he, if he scores I think that makes it 2-0 like what a difference that would make yeah. to the context of this game itself but instead they're going to lose some missed opportunities some sort of inconsistencies with defending because I personally didn't like the fact that uh, Gakpo could walk into the box uncontested and I also didn't like that it's a shame that in this day and age Adrabayo feels he has to put his arms behind his back to try and stop a shot going towards goal but this is where we're at I'm sure they'll be disappointed but know that as you guys have said the tie is not over I mean that's one of the things Marco Silva you know Nadam just touched on it you know, Raul Jimenez, who's been in really good form, trying this Rabona cross from mm -hmm. almost the, the byline down at the, the Liverpool end, when he can put something tangible in and he shanks it over the, the top. And down the same end, Silva was going crazy at Tom Kearney and Anthony Robinson for one of them not just putting the ball in the box early. And there was too much laughing about and that final third in the end uh, from this Fulham side and, and, and they paid the penalty for it. Look, I know... We've all sort of harped on about Jota, and I did before the game. But even small things in this, it wasn't his greatest game by a stretch. But he was involved in both the goals. Mm. The first one, he's he's winning tackles, uh, and just outside the penalty area, and then he gets him on the front the front foot. The second one, he's running with it and plays a nice little weighted pass. You get the feeling that everything that's going to that Liverpool are going to do good in this month of January with Salah, Salah away is really going to revolve around how well and where Diego Jota plays. Keeping him fit, of course, 100% uh, priority. Uh, let's hear from Fulham camp now. Anthony Robinson caught up with Alexis. Anthony, I know that was a very tough result to swallow after quite a great performance, especially in the first half. What do you feel changed or slipped up in the second half? Um, you know, obviously, I think they just came out flying second half. They had, you know, a lot of momentum. The crowd was obviously getting getting them going, and um, it was difficult. You know, there's times where you know they beat our press, and we got a little bit stretched, and they took advantage of it. You know, they're a very good team. Uh, we've seen them do it before, and they've done it again. So, you know, it's unfortunate that we didn't, um, you know, at least keep the game level. Um, but you know, it's not over yet. Exactly, it's not over yet. Um, it's just a one-goal cushion that they do have. You guys do get to go back home in front of your fans. Does that feel like you have the advantage now or momentum going into your court? Uh, well, they have, they have the advantage, but obviously, you know, at home, we're obviously going to give it everything we've got. Now it's a game where um, the result matters even more and, you know, we have to overcome a deficit. And if it comes to the point where, you know, we win by a goal and we've got to go to penalties and we've got to do the do the hard bit, extra time, everything, then that's what we've got to do. But um, if we want to get to a final, you've got to beat, beat one of the best teams in the country. On our show, we talked a lot about the last game that you guys had together, that seven-goal thriller. How much did you guys, in preparation for this, watch that? And, and what did you try take from it that probably could apply to this tie? Um, you know, they were going to come with similar tactics. To, uh, you know, we know um, their patterns of play and how they play. They're a very direct, aggressive team. Uh, they've got quality players who can hurt you, but um, we tried to nullify that. I feel like we did it very well first half. We obviously didn't do it as well second half. Uh, and then tried to punish them on the counter-attack a little bit, which um, obviously we got our goal, but... Um, we probably feel like we could have got more from the game but like I said it's, it's not done yet and we've got to um, go home and do the business and finally one of our pundits Nader Manua former Manchester City player he absolutely enjoyed watching you today I was sat beside him and he was like oh this boy is cooking are you playing with a lot more confidence do you feel like this is probably the best season in terms of form that you've had 
Uh, just trying to uh, go out and do, just try and do my job. I try and um, be effective, try and get on the ball, try and get better players in front of me, like Willie on the ball. Um, and yeah, just try and be positive on the pitch. And um, you know, I'm a defender first. I try and make sure that I win my battles, and then anything going forward's a bonus. So um, just trying to trying to help the team out best I can, really. Thanks again, and all the best for the next one. Cheers. Thank you. We saw Nadem, Alexis there, kind of trying to avoid a clock moment by just reminding Anthony Robinson that he used to play for Manchester City. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Dan, this is a story. If you want to get it anywhere in life, don't say you know me because nobody knows who I am. There you are. There's no point mentioning it, Dan, no point whatsoever. But, you know, she tried. But I think in fairness, Robinson, he has been playing well this season. He's contributed with the assists. He's been bombing forward defensively overall. I think he's been good. And I think he's frustrated there today, which is why he probably didn't buy into what Alexis was trying to say. But, you know, it's Liverpool, it's me, so it's another embarrassing moment for myself. Thank you very much. Uh, there you are. So what's I it think... been? It's been Wigan, yeah. Wigan, Middlesbrough, Liverpool. Where's tomorrow, Nadam? Uh, tomorrow I shall be staying home and not talking about football at all. Oh, well, lovely. I'll tell you what. So, yeah, I'll, I'm I'll, done. It's been a pleasure. I wouldn't talk <laughs> football when, when Alexis is around then when in, and, and <laughs> she goes to do an interview and says, oh... Uh, it was with Nathan Manu, and he said you were absolutely hopeless. Doing <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> yeah. tell, tell her nothing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Nathan, thank you very much, mate. Thanks for all your work over the last few days. Just a reminder, uh, the fourth round of the FA Cup will be coming up at the end of the month. Some big when are you going to thank uh, us for our work? What do you mean? Spurs against City, <laughs> Chelsea, Villa, Liverpool have got Norwich or Bristol Rovers, Fulham, meanwhile, to take on Newcastle. Oh, dear. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled, and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What a game we saw on Wednesday in the Spanish Super Cup semi-final. Real Madrid taking on Atletico Madrid. It would be 2-2 before half-time. And then two goal, one goal apiece in the second half. We'd see it go to extra time. But in the end, an own goal from Savage. And then Brian Diaz making the most of an empty goal. We'd see Real Madrid advance to Sunday's final, defeating Atleti by five goals to three. More on this, let's welcome in. Oh, he's not going to be happy. Former Atleti player Luis Garcia is with us. Luis, what a game. 
Yes, Danny was a fantastic game. Really exciting. Uh, both sides play very well, we have to say like this, but in the end it was uh, Real Madrid who decided the most. So at least arrived to the last part of the game with more uh, strength. Uh, you could see that uh, Atletico Madrid players uh, ran out of legs after maybe 70, uh, 75, 80 minutes. But uh, to be honest, so if you can manage to score three goals against Real Madrid, the only thing that you have to be sure is to, to concede more. And it was only five minutes away from uh, winning the game. And uh, Atletico Madrid got exposed, got open. Uh, Jimenez uh, arrived very late against uh, Vinicius. You know, that is sharp, that is quick. And open spaces, you know, is very dangerous. And you concede that third goal. So I think that overall, uh, Real Madrid deserved to win tonight. And well... Uh, we'll see what happened on the on the weekend because definitely you could see the ga the game was very exciting for all the players. All mm. the players ended up with uh, with cramps, with a lot of uh, soreness on on the legs. So we'll see how it goes uh, in the final. Uh, Luis, who caught the eye for Real Madrid today? Who impressed you? Well, I think that today, once again, uh, Rudiger made a fantastic game. He was so solid. He managed to score a goal, but also he made a fantastic... On the build-up, was helping very very much the team with very good passes into between the lines and trying to find you Bellingham sometimes, Valverde, and a couple of times Vinicius Jr. over the head. And also uh, Carvajal, impressive once again on the right side. He was quiet the first 45 minutes, knowing that Atletico Madrid was going to press very high. But in the last part where the Real Madrid needed the most, he was uh, the, the owner of that right side arriving in, in second line. We saw him putting one fantastic ball for uh, Rosello in the, in the fourth goal, but definitely it was fantastic just stopping uh, Lino in the first half for Atletico de Madrid and assisting in that first goal. And, and what was great, obviously, Luis, some people question this tournament, but you look at it, it was a great advert for Spanish football today. Yeah, it was. I think that uh, overall the, the most important is what this, uh, this game uh, or this five games or two, three games that we're going to see, I'm going to give to the to the teams here in Spain. We, we, I heard a, um, a conversation, a, a chat between uh, one of the owners in second division teams here in Spain where they receive the money that Federation allows to, to have after the supercar is, is made in, in, uh, in Saudi Arabia. So it's very important because at the end, all that money arrives to many, many teams that needed the, the plan the whole season thanks to, to that money and help the, the youth to, 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 uh, to continue growing and have better facilities. So I think we all know as a supporter that we will enjoy more the, having the Super Cup in Spain. But I think that the people start understanding that that money that is, is grabbed from there is helping a lot of clubs to, to continue moving forward. I wonder who the Federation wants to be in the final on uh, Sunday. Shaka, looking at Kepa... Obviously brought in because of the injury to, to Courtois. Hasn't been super solid. I know he's been out injured for a while. But is a big question mark when you look at how far Real Madrid can go, for example, in the Champions League this season. Can they win it with a Kepa in goal? Um, the short answer to that is, is no. And, and, and this performance doesn't do anything to change your mind about that. But then, a lad, you kind of knew that coming in. Mm. I, you know, when Real Madrid didn't win the Champions League last, let's remember the role that, that Courtois played. And for me, established himself as, as the best in the world. Now, you're asking Kepa, who was out of favour for, for so long at Chelsea, to come in and all of a sudden fill that void. I don't think there's a goalkeeper in the world that can fill that void, let alone one who, who may be um, second choice at, at a Premier League club. So it was always going, going to be a, a big ask. And, and, and truth be told, I, I don't think... There's an awful lot between him and Lunin. I, I, I'll be honest, I kind of prefer Lunin. Um, so it, it, it's a, this odd dynamic that Ancelotti's having to, to, to balance between 
both those two kind of vying for the shirt, knowing full well that while Courtois is out for, for the longer term, the minute he's fit again, you're both on the sidelines. So it's, it's an odd one um, for, for Ancelotti, but um, it, it is what it is at this point. You, you aren't going to find somebody to fill that void. You just want somebody not to make errors that you have to make up for, which Kepa did. Goalkeeper. He's got a dodgy back line. He's got a dodgy front line. Injuries. You name it. And they're still in the final of this, in mm -hmm. the Champions League, yep. top of the league. Yeah. Yes, Bellingham has covered a lot, of, uh, a lot of the tracks, for sure. But I think without his experience and nous, running the club with all those problems, yes. I don't think they would, I don't think there's a doubt that they would be where they are. Um, the fifth goal, which we showed again. Shaq, tell, oh. tell us your story. I, he looked quite quick all black there. I, well, he, did, he did all right. Um, he started off well. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> tell us your Pompey story, Shaq. So I, I, I did this against, uh, playing for Pompey against Sheffield United at Fratton Park. Bob gets played over the top to Peter and Love, who is just short of being an Olympic sprinter. <laughs> and, and there I am running him down. He is killing himself in laugh. The ref blows it off. Right. Just as I get past the half line, <laughs> and I just collapse at the half line. I mean, they, they were winning 2 1, so the game finished 2 1. Uh, so it had no material impact on, on where the points were going. But I couldn't, I was never so happy to hear a final whistle in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's nine and a half out of ten, but I don't want to see anybody get injured. But if he had pulled his hamstring Ooh. there, Yano, oh, no. no, that's <laughs> a ten then. That's a ten. Then he's done. Real Madrid obviously will want Osasuna over Barcelona going into Sunday's final, Luis, but you feel whoever they face, they'll be the favourites? I think so. At the moment, that Real Madrid and Craig just uh, make a fantastic point. It doesn't matter what happened with Real Madrid, the injuries, the problems outside. Uh, it doesn't matter how they face it. You can see the three goals. They managed to overcome any kind of situation. That mentality that they have, we've seen it year and year again when they won the three Champions League because of that process. You realize that this Real Madrid, the mentality and the background that they have, when they are there, when they have to, to, to win a trophy, you know that they are always going to be favorites because... It doesn't matter if they're going to be ahead or behind the score. They know that they can win the game. So, yeah, I think that if it's Barcelona or Sosasuna, Real Madrid at the moment is favourite. How many goals did you get for Atleti when you played there, Luis? Against, uh, against Real Madrid? No, in your, in your life. When you were at Atleti, how many goals did you score? Uh, I think overall in the three seasons, uh, they must be around 15, 15, 15 20, something like that. Uh, a little short of Antoine yeah, Griezmann, like of course, who made history today by becoming yeah. the top goal scorer in the history <laughs> of uh, Atleti. 174 goals in 368 matches, surpassing uh, Luis Aragonés. Uh, Copa del Rey, no, it's not Copa del Rey, this is a Spanish Super Cup. Barca taking on Osasuna, that is tomorrow. Our coverage starts at 1.30 Eastern on ESPN+. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Uh, Copa del Rey then is taking place next week. You take a look at some of the standout ties. Of course, it's Atletico Madrid once again against Real Madrid. All those games uh, live on ESPN+. Meanwhile, the Premier League this weekend, it's kind of a split weekend, so half the teams have a rest, half the teams in action. Certainly one of the ties that catches the eye is Manchester United against Spurs. We learned today that Onana will be available for this tie as he's been given permission to miss Cameroon's opening game in the African Cup of Nations. Don't you think that's a bit yeah, weird? We, like, if, if you've got everyone going... Get beat. If you go and got, <laughs> everyone going to the African Cup of Not Nations... United, that, is. that There should just be a, yeah. a general rule, shouldn't there? Absolutely. Whether we like it or not, and the clubs like it or not, these competitions come along, however, how many times it is, whenever it is, and the players are expected to go and perform. Managers will absolutely hate it, but it is what it is. And, and other clubs are losing their players. Salah to Egypt and, you know, Papasar to Senegal and you, you name it, they're all going off and Endo's going off to the Asian Cup and... Tomiyasu and so forth. It's, it's, why would he be given a dispensation but, by a country to miss a game? Well, the, the argument is that when Manchester United signed him, he'd retired mm. from international yeah. football. So therefore, United have said, well, look, when we signed him, we didn't know we would well, lose I, him. Well, that's nothing to do and, with Manchester United. It's a no, personal no, decision. Yeah, but then the, 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 the well, suggestion is that United and, and, and Cameroon get into this discussion uh, uh, about that and, and trying to find... And uh, listen, I, I've been in the middle of... of of this kind of decision representing Trinidad and Tobago for, for the length of, of my own career and I've always said that the national associations need to have better relationships with the clubs because there, there is this kind of, well, you know, we're paying you weekly wages. So, I, 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 and oftentimes it's just of, well, we have the right and there's a hard stop. And I think there's, there's middle ground there and, and, and that's what Manchester United, Cameroon and at Onana's asking, I'm sure, have found. So, why well, I... I, you know, on, on, on the face of it, if you're, if you're Liverpool and you're losing Salah or else any of the other, other clubs, you're upset. But I, I think this is how it should be done. Oh, well, hold on, he's missing the opening game. Where's the middle ground here? Oh, all That's like I'm, saying, I'll miss the opening game right, of the World all, Cup. All I'm, I'll, right. I'll just pitch up. All, all, I'm saying, all I'm saying is... Club and, and National Association have a discussion. That, that's all. There, there's this, there's always been this kind of um, aggressive stance that we're, we're a national team, so therefore you have absolutely no say. And all the players ask for, having been in that position, is have a conversation, have some kind of relationship, and, and figure out that, that middle ground. Now, what that middle ground looks like for Onana might have looked different for me when I was playing, or for Mo Salah, for all, all I care. It's just a, a model as to how that, those relationships no, are, are, are coming I mean, the, the other clubs have got... I mean, you're saying, like, Liverpool must be thinking, oh, we're losing South. Well, call the Egypt Federation and do exactly what Anana's done. And they'll say no. And they'll it's, say it's no. It's simple. And if they, well, if they say no, then there's but nothing Exactly right, they say no, fine. But they have, they have, have that relationship. At least, at least have a go. And that's all that's well, happened. have a relationship. Let's just down to Cameroon. They've, had, they've, got the number, right. they've got the number one goalkeeper, right? They're basically saying, oh, you go and do what you want. We're not, you know, no, not no, taking no. this you see, I, I, I disagree. I, I, um, they're not, listen, they, they have the right to call their player back. Oh. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. But ha having been in that position, if I'm on Nana, here's what I'm saying. If you force this on my club, I'm just going to retire. And, 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 oh, so it's blackmail now? It's, if, 
if I'm Onana, that's, I've already retired. It's not about blackmail. I've already right. retired right. and I've come to a compromise to come back out of retirement. Now, if that's the stance you're going to take with me, then I'll just go back on my, my initial decision and, and Cameroon lose out. So they, they find a, a, a middle ground that at least they can call on, the, on, on their player, their best goalkeeper, for the longer term. It, it means missing a game, but they can now call on their goalkeeper for a longer term. Good. Hope they get knocked out. Oh, they're getting knocked out, so and he can go back and this? lick his chop. Sorry? Why have you got a problem with this? I've got a problem with it because... Yeah, why? I tell you what I've got a problem, because he's in a competition, right? He's either committed to that competition or he's not. But he can be committed to both. Well, he's not. He's shown commitment to both. He's saying, look, I'm, I'm asking you to let me play this game, and then I'll come. After they've played and, a and game. They, and, and, and they've got so the choice they lose to the say first no. game and that, they lose the first game. If it happens, well, but that's down to them, not down to Onana. Because right. they've agreed to Well, it to is it. down to Onana. because well, he, it's not. He's asked permission. And they yeah. think, clearly, they're going to win the game. Now, if they lose the game, say, then they've only got they themselves to blame. But exactly. And that's my point. The, I don't see what the problem is. It is, of course, Spurs on Sunday. I don't think you were here for a while, Stevie. What's going to happen in this game? Oof, that's a tester. Oh, well, there you go. Well, it is because what do you mean he's Man United at home. home. Well, he's got days off. Holy smokes. <laughs> Him and I were... We, we held the, we held the fort at Christmas. You're next two days. What are you on about? Two days we held the fort Christmas and oh. New Year. There we, oh, there we go. Oh, Bash, hey. keeping Sorry. the balls up. Sorry. Thanks. I'm going to retire. Hey, thanks very much. <laughs> I'm going to retire. He's <laughs> taking over. He's taking over from you. Wait, I've been yeah. told that you're not until Sunday either. You've got three days off now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stay here and hold, the, hold on the foot then. Wait, no, 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 no. Forget the football. Wait, 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 wait. Forget wait. the football. Let's strip down a working week. <laughs> Let's strip down a working week. Uh, uh, I can't believe they've got no problem with a guy just going. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll just, moving on I tell you what, if Cameroon go out, I'm going to rub this, rub it in your face. <laughs> I don't know what. What you done? I don't know what. Okay, you, you, you are in for it. Uh, any, any thoughts? Oh, it's gone. <laughs> Good. Thoughts on what? Uh, more so, analysis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time as always. You can check that out over on our YouTube channel. Greg's never looked so good. Oh, oh. Goodness me. Uh, meanwhile, the Bundesliga, of course, returns and it will be an emotional weekend in Germany. The first round of matches since the passing of Franz Beckenbauer. Uh, thank you, Franz, the Allianz Arena. Of course, the home of Bayern Munich uh, lit up. Uh, Thomas Tuchel spoke to Archie Rintan about Franz Beckenbauer. Thomas, the sad passing of Franz Beckenbauer is yeah, something that I think everybody is mourning right now. What did he make you feel? Well, he was so humble. The, the, the very few occasions where we met and met very briefly, this was like um, outstanding and very striking to me that he's so, so humble, being that extraordinary person, that extraordinary player and, and uh, coach of German national team and, and coach here of, of Bayern Munich and winning all the titles that you can win and, and still be that humble and uh, low-key personality was uh, outstanding always. 
I haven't met him now for a long time, which is uh, of course sad and um, the news came lately and it is not, of course, um, everybody feels um, sad and everybody feels involved in it. That's, the, I think, the, the greatest gift that he had, that everybody felt close to him, even if you were not close. And for what he achieved, no one's going to do no that words. again. No, no one's going to do that again. I mean, the way he played, not even that he won every title, and I think he, it was revolution how he played, the elegance and, and the commitment, and then going overseas to New York, and like all these things that are now fashionable, like he did in, uh, <clears throat> centuries ago, uh, not centuries, but uh, decades ago, and uh, and uh, yeah, he, he, he made way for, 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 for a lot, a lot of generations generations to come after and is still the role model in, in so many things that he did. So yeah, cannot no no words for this career no. And without him no buy-in in this modern football. No, without him, no, no Bayern Munich in, in this in, in this way and in this modern football and in this uh, in this shape and in this uh, uh, also in this importance. No, no, no Bayern Munich without Franz Beckerball. Uh, there will be a number of tributes ahead of kickoff. Bayern Munich taking on Hoffenheim, that is on Friday. And then we've got the rest of the matches over Saturday and Sunday in the Bundesliga, including tabletoppers Bayern Leverkusen away against Augsburg. Uh, we saw a couple of quarter-finals in the Coppa Italia today. Uh, Fiorentina would go through 5-4 on penalties. Meanwhile, Atalanta defeated AC Milan by two goals to one. Uh, <laughs> Roma were down to nine men. Lazio had a man sent off as well. But it'd be Lazio who advanced to the semi-final by one goal to nil. They await the winners of Juventus and Frosinone, who face off tomorrow. Meanwhile, we learned it wasn't going to be Carlo Ancelotti. In the end, it's Dorival Jr. who will be taking over as the new head coach of Brazil. He has been around a lot of different places in Brazil. The 61-year-old then uh, taking charge. Meanwhile, some other news and notes. Jadon Sancho is official. He will be joining Borussia Dortmund on loan. Meanwhile, Dragosin is set to join Spurs uh, for 30 million euros centre-back. And a big blow for West Ham. Peketa is out for two months uh, with a calf injury. A big blow for West Ham there, Shaq. He's been so vital to, to West Ham. I mean, his creativity in midfield. He'll be missed. Uh, he most uh, certainly will. Here's uh, Jurgen Klopp as we return to our feature game, speaking to Alexis after the game. Jurgen, congratulations again. Another big win coming again from behind. Um, on Sunday after Arsenal, you told me that that response in the second half from your boys was one of the best you've seen all season. This was a great response too. How'd you rank it? Yeah, right up there. Pretty special. Um, again, uh, pretty special. Um, I don't take these things for granted. We knew we had to change a lot to, for tonight. Um, and then, uh, meanwhile, we have a good rhythm usually when we play. Okay, well, there we are. A bit like the first half, wasn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Uh, apologies oh, that was for the technical difficulties there fair, for an otherwise flawless show. Uh, that, <laughs> uh, that brings us to the end of today's programme. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, You're welcome, Dan. Hey, very hey, nice. Good to see you, thank you. Thank you very much, Craig. Thank you, thank you so much for your dedication. <laughs>
Three days off. Course. Six three days off. Three days off. We can do just wander around the house. Yeah. <laughs> Shouting. Three days off. Uh, Stevie, uh, thank you. It's going to watch Cameroon. Well. Pleasure. Uh, extra time's next. <laughs> Welcome into the latest edition of Extra Time. Thank you as always for your questions. Uh, Shaka is here, Stevie here, and the hardest working man in television uh, is here. Feels like it. Like well, well you've told us enough. <laughs> it feels well, like it to us as well. Well, I didn't get holidays over Christmas and New Year, did I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Stevie. That <laughs> was fantastic. Oh, <laughs> great time. Uh, and he's off on holiday again in a couple of weeks, isn't he? Oh, yeah, in Florida, I, he's I, all I over the place. Break. Me and his nibs over there are just... Well, Shaka's just come back from Trinidad. He's not exactly. He's been a weird. Oh, he's on a bit. We've gone for a couple of days. It's a couple of days. Anyway, it's just all about him. Yeah, he, he just goes in short bursts, so, doesn't he? Right, Shaq. Uh, anyone want a match ball or player of the match? Does it come with a prize money? No. No? No. Did you used to get the bottles of champagne? Bottles of champagne, aye. Do you drink them? You don't like champagne, though, do you? Have the laugh. What? Why would I not like champagne? Because you don't like anything. You don't like anything else. Because it's not beer. Come on. Seriously? I never knew you liked champagne. I would put it past. Well, he doesn't on the drink. Is it my first choice? No. Right. But if somebody lamps a big bottle of champagne in my hand, I'm going to drink it. Oh, no, that's fair. If it's free. Free champagne. To be courteous. Free champagne is free. When you're in Trinidad, you know he's on a bit of a losing run with his bets. Yeah, yeah. I got another easy 20 bucks at one of your your former clubs. He told me on the show, absolutely nailed, not a doubt, Newcastle United and all these clubs, they fixed the slopes on the field. The slopes, all the slopes have been fixed. So we had a $20 That was was easy, yeah. And he said, who are you going to ask, Shaq? No. He called up. John Carver. John Carver. Yeah. There you are. And then you lost. Again. And you lost, and yeah, Dan again. told me you lost, and he shouted at him for the <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You should have well, no, Here's what happened. We were, having a, we were having a beer after yeah. the show in Yeah, Canada, not champagne. Right? <laughs> and I told them that I'd had bet with Craig, right. and I'd called John Carver, right. and he told me that it was a slope, right? Yes. And then I followed it with, yeah, but he'll probably know it. He'll, he'll forget about it. Right. Uh, and then the following day, he was sitting, and he brought it up and went, oh, he was going to And then so, Craig doesn't help, because he, he then went, sticks the $20 like, to his Craig forehead and starts dancing. He'd forgotten all about it. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. I was like that, hey, sitting uh, watching the TV uh, show. Missed me with 20 bucks. <laughs> he didn't even look at me, he went like that, with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and slapped the 20 uh, on Oh, we're still on air. All right. To be fair, Shaka player of the match. Did you ever win it? Uh, once. And what did you get? Some little something. I don't the champagne go. That's just this question. I didn't. I didn't get. I've got a bottle. Yes. I've got a bottle at home from Goes 1920 whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's just sat in, in a room at home. Okay. If I opened that now, you'll be really fine. You'll be fine. No, you'll not. It's alcohol. No, you'll not. You'll be fine. Well, I, I feel like I was in the exact Wanna bet? Okay. I had the champagne go off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, everyone's a crazy I bet you 20 bucks it does. Poor John Carver. I was in the exact same spot as him. I had a couple of balls. Right. And they'd be, I had them for about 20 a year. 
against Coventry. Champagne. And I thought the same thing, and I opened it. Right. Now, how much did you drink before you realised it was off? No, it was flat as a pancake. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Disappointing. Did you get any money? Money with it as well? Just the champagne? They don't get money. Yeah. No. Okay. Which side in the lower divisions would you love to see play in the Premier League? Reading. Reading over Portsmouth. <laughs> Reading are about to go down to League Two. Oh dear. Yeah, it's not many good. Wrexham. Wrexham. Good story. Doncaster. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's quite the corporate line. <laughs> uh, Donny. Donny. Which league are they in at the moment? I think they're in League Two. Right. I think they got relegated last year. I oh, see so you're following them closely. Yeah. Uh, Craig, do you have something in your positivity corner for Kepa, his horrendous, horrendous performance, and who would win a race between Prime Shaka and Old Black? Oh. oh, that's a. There's no because when, when, when a big man gets his stride open there. That's, that's right. There's no way you're slower than Old Black. I'll, I'll, I'll smoke him. I don't know. I've got him. I've got, I've got I'm quick. What was my rating in the. Um, Thingy, in remember? FIFA? Yeah. Well, it was quicker than Ali, but that yeah, was the same. Yeah, well, I, was, I think I was 93. <laughs> no, sure, I don't know. I'm going for, I'm, I'm a 93, Dan. I worry about your fitness running from one end of the pitch to the other. Uh, nobody said how long the race was. Right, I see. Well, Black would well, have all ran about 10 So we've got Black, Shaka, Yan and the fish. I've definitely got Yan. The very man himself said, he only ran to the halfway line and collapsed on the halfway line. <laughs> That's very true, Shaka. <laughs> when the whistle went. <laughs> I normally don't even run 18 yards most of the time. Oh dear. Um, anything positive to say about Kepa? Uh, the corners, I'm saving the corner for uh, Chelsea. Okay. That's I might that's squeeze good. a Man United segment in along there. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, could Jan be O-Black in a race? No. Yeah. No, you'd still uh, back. You'd still back O-Black yeah, 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 all, all day, wouldn't you? Uh, final... yeah, Jan, can't, he just can't run. No. Uh, final question for the panel today is National Peculiar People Day. Who is the most peculiar among your ESPN FC colleagues, and why is it Stevie? <laughs> Do you know, he, he called me on the Friday when we were going to stay over in the hotel for the, because of the snow. Saturday? Um, no, well, he called me on the Friday because he said, Do you want to share a room? <laughs> <laughs> What was the reason for that? <laughs> no! <laughs> there, was a, there was a reason for that. A What's good, the reason? There was a good reason. No, there is no good reason. No, there is. What, what is it? Well, because the hotel was fully booked. Right. So I'm thinking, hold on a second, maybe we can have a few beers in the bar. That was the reason. Yeah. Right. I'd have the few beers in the bar. But I'm, <laughs> and I, and my and hotel to be fair, full, you're sleeping yeah. outside. So to be fair, I called them. And after about five rings, I decided, yeah, he's not going to do that. <laughs> it took five rings. Right. <laughs> on a scale so of it all. on a scale of one to a hundred, <laughs> what was the chance? No, no way. Because we've all heard the stories. I'm not rooming anybody now. No, I don't care who it is. I mean, my rooming days are. We all roomed. Yes. We all roomed and with the, the players that we played yeah, with. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of what you did then. Yeah. But. That's, uh, that's yeah. old hat now, that's oh, long gone, no. right? And I'm not rooming with anybody, nope. right? I mean, and anybody used to share a room with yes, we <laughs> 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 Yeah, and Paul came back from Bermuda and went, never bloody do that again! <laughs> Stevie called me in Trinidad. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, something's happened, something's happened. Jack, I'm like, I'm in Trinidad. Oh, oh, never mind. <laughs>
<laughs> Did you, you, you rang him to share a room as well? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was on that. I had that in my head. I was on that mode. I'm thinking, right. Bring in everyone. K. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, really? uh, I mean, oh, okay. Imagine even thinking he's got somebody's going to take this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. We haven't any football next extra time before. <laughs> Very angry. Short day extra time. Oh, there we are. Oh. That's it. But we do have the Jurgen Klopp interview now. I think here it is. Oh. All its glory. Oh. God. <laughs> Jürgen, congratulations again. Another big win coming again from behind. Um, on Sunday after Arsenal, you told me that that response in the second half from your boys was one of the best you've seen all season. This was a great response too. How'd you rank it? Yeah, right up there. Pretty special. Um, again, uh, pretty special. Um, I don't take these things for granted. We knew we had to change a lot to, for tonight. Um, and then, uh, meanwhile, we have a good rhythm usually when we play. We have a good fluidity when we play. And that obviously today, in the first half, a lot of possession, but we were not fluent. We were, we stuck more or less on the wings. There was no outcome, played around the formation, had not enough offers in behind, had not enough players in between. So too many players dropped. I saw that so often in football that if you don't know exactly how to get through, you just want to get on the ball and try to find from there a solution, but then you have too many players too deep. So um, we saw this time from outside pretty early what's going wrong. The only problem is you cannot change properly from outside. You need half time and we, we, we had half time and could could change a few things again internally how we set it up and um, that helped uh, because then all of a sudden the right players were in the right spaces. But in that period they had the big counter-attacking chances. So because our protection was then, we forgot that a little bit. So we had to reorganize that as well and then that was better. And from that moment on, we were in the game. And then, if you if you win balls higher up, if you can um, put an opponent under pressure in the last third, then you have shooting opportunities like Curtis had. Then you have these moments um, like um, um, the goal we scored, Darwin outstanding. By the way, there must be a witch in the ball there. But I, honestly, it's it's crazy. Um, I love I love our crowd so much for how they take that. I love Darwin so much how he takes. You cannot do it better. Did the crowd help a bit more today? Oh, definitely, they are outstanding. So it's just like that. It was a super game of Darwin. Yeah. And in, in, in all other circumstances, you scored tw twice or three times. And then for whatever reason, ball goes not in. But that's it. Who cares? We won the game and it's all fine. Um, so it was just really good. Um, the boys showed again really, really good mentality, which is the most important thing to show in moments like this. We got through it. And that's it. Well, I hope you can celebrate this one. Ah. And on to the next one, you're good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> See you. ESPN FC with you every single day. We'll be back tomorrow for Well, more. I'm not sure. You're not here. Extra time's gone. You're you deserve a you're That's the first time a manager interview has ever scraped on the extra time. Well, then, people demanding it. Well, they would demand more discussions about rooming with people. <laughs> we're, all not. To, we're going to Stevie's house now, that's yeah. it. Um, Dave, you want? Well, really? <laughs> <laughs> Top and tail, yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is to not search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com FC. Just go to Indeed.com FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 